Well, 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 welcome to another episode of the Fearless Parody Podcast Show. You know, parody doesn't come with a manual. It either does parody a child, preteen, or teenager. In fact, parody is very scary. It can cause every parent out there to be fearful, me included. The goal, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with information and resources that help you overcome family life struggles difficulties and challenges and to be able to parent fearlessly. So every week we provide information and resources to help grow your parental leadership while growing the leadership of your child, preteen, or teenager. In short, we are here to help you and your children become the best versions of yourselves. So get ready and dive right in to today's episode. Well, hello, moms, dads, parents, and guardians. Today, today, I have with me a very special guest. Her name is Erica Cruz. Erica is an early childhood development expert and parent coach who helps children, families, and teachers thrive and grow together on the foundation of mutual respect. She is certified through RIE, Resources for Infant Educators, and the State of California. It is also trained in the Waldorf Methods. So without any further ado, here is Erica Cruz. Erica, thank you for taking the time to be on my podcast today and spend some time with my parents and guardians. Happy to be here. All right. So tell my parents a a little bit about you and and your uh, services. Sure. Um, I have been working with children since I was a kid, started when I was 15 and watching over, you know, um, volunteering at daycare centers that were local in my area on my high school breaks and became a camp counselor at 18 and started working on my early childhood development degree since then. And that was many moons ago. (laughs) I now have uh, children of my own. Uh, They range in age from 25 to two years. And I have a couple of grandkids in the mix as well. (laughs) I have a three-year-old and a 10-month-old grandchildren as well. So you have a two-year-old. I do. As well as a 25-year-old. I do. And my 25-year-old has two of his own. Wow. So, you know, you, you, you got the three-year-old, that two-year-old. Now, that's going to be a relationship as they grow up and as they grow older. Oh, yes. They're like two peas in a pod. You got to keep both eyes on them. <laughs> so what drew you to be a parent coach? Um, well, you know what? I started in early childhood as a um, educator, preschool teacher, infant toddler specialist. and um, you know, it's not, you know, as a parent, parenting is not an easy job. No. You, you don't get to go home from it. You are in it 24 seven. And there's no manual. And there's no manual. And there's, you know, there's a lot of ebbs and flows, you know, you got to be along growing with them or they leave you behind. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and so um, just wanting to support families and make home life, you know, so much easier, joyful, and enjoyable with our children. 
Well, it does need to be that. And uh, I try to encourage my parents and guardians to reach out for help. You don't have to do this alone. There have been people out there that have been through this process and they've uh, had their ups and downs and you can learn from them. Nothing says, Erica, that you have to go through the heat of battle on everything, okay? There are going to be some things that you're, you're going to go through the fire of, but there are things, are there not, that, that we can get help on and we should get help on, should we not? Yes, definitely. And I'm here in Los Angeles where a lot of families move to the area and don't have their their network, you know, their family close by. They might have family on the East Coast or in other, other states. So they're really looking for that support. And um, and we have to find that support. Uh, and there are people out there like yourself that will help parents to become the best version of themselves. Now, there's something that you specialize in, Erica, called R-I-E. Tell us, what does that stand for? And then tell us a little bit about it. Sure. It stands, it's an acronym for Resources for Infant Educators. And uh, Magda Gerber was one of the founders. uh, And she really focused on the zero to two years that, um, she offered parents classes where they could come and bring the children um, and that they could use their observation skills and learn about child development and how to intervene with their children, you know, whether they were struggling, you know, over a toy where they were struggling physically without needing to rescue them and run in and really take them out of that experience. So really allowing the children to find their own footing even with your support. Well, we do have a a habit as parents to want to run in with our capes on to the rescue. But let me ask you, uh, why should parents take the time? And I know that it's important, but why is it so important that zero to two age group? Oh, it's when we're laying the foundation. Um, They're looking they're learning about the world through our eyes. And so it's important for us to feel like it's a safe place for them to grow up in. So they're thriving in that experience. Um, If we are sheltering or rescuing, like our capes are on, um, it teaches them that this isn't a safe place, that, you know, it's not a place that they could really thrive and be happy in. Well, now I don't have the RIE expertise, but I, I, I know that it's important to make connections with your child when they're that age. Uh, I remember my daughter, and if she heard me saying this right now, I'd be in so much trouble. She's uh, 22 now. But I would have her when she was really small, and I'd get home from work, and you know, these little carriers and everything. And you know, I'd pick her up, put her in a carrier, and I'd go in and i fix dinner. And, you know, a lot of times she'd be on my back, but she would just be with. And, and there was that connection, and that was something that we did nightly together in, in bedtime, picking her up and taking her to bed. And, and then in the morning, there was that morning routine of picking her up and bringing her in. And my wife would start her routine and getting her ready for the day. And this was all before, you know, age of three. 
Yes, it's such a foundation of um, relationship and connection. And so with the Rye work, we're also talking about what we're doing before we do it. So paramedics are great examples of this. So, you know, Stan, I wouldn't walk up to you and wipe your nose, but we do that to children all the time. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of, you know, I see your nose is juicy is what we use here at Homeschool Garden. I see your nose is juicy. <laughs> I'm going to go get a tissue. And then we go get a tissue. And, you know, if it's a very young child, we might wipe the nose or we might offer the tissue if it's a toddler that can attempt to do it. Um, but we're letting them know what's happening. And so it became a routine um, between you and your daughter that this was what happened. And so she had that expectation of, OK, this is what's going to happen. Daddy's going to you know pick me up. We're going to, you know, go have breakfast or, you know, he just got home from work. So this is our routine. So that kind of consistency and rhythmical activity that you have with her, it's it's in her bones. She knows it. And the expectation of it is happening. Well, you talk about this as being transformational for parent and and even into uh, childhood and, and their teenage years. So. How does this foundations be- become transformational into in, the, in regards to the uh, later years of a child's life and even that of a teen? Yes, um, for me, it's like the foundation I keep coming back to. Um, so I remember we got home after visiting my parents, and my five-year-old turned to me and said, "Mama, I didn't like the way Grandpa talked to me," and um, and I wasn't even aware, but there were some words that were said. And I said, okay, you know, we can talk to grandpa about that. So, you know, next time uh, we were over at my dad's house, you know, um, my son was able to let grandpa know that he didn't like to be yelled at and that he can be asked kindly and he would listen. (laughs) But what what I see is this such a self-awareness of themselves. Um, And so when they were in school, um, there was times we homeschooled and there was times that they were in school. Um, when they were in school and maybe they were struggling in a particular class um, and maybe it was a grade that came home or just like an, a movement in his body or like he wasn't happy when he talked about this one class. And so I would talk to them about, you know, well, do you know what's, what you need to do? Um, yes. Yes, I know what I need to do. Okay. Um, and if they said, no, no, I don't know what, what I need to do. I said, okay you can go talk to the teacher. I can go talk to the teacher. Oh, I'll talk to the teacher. And so they just, you know, had this understanding of like, okay, this is what I can do. And if I need support, there's someone that's there to support me. So you would walk them through the process to where they help come up with the answer. Yes. Yes. And so for young children, what that looks like in our program is we're sports casting. So if you're watching it, a baseball game, football game, basketball game, so-and-so has the ball, throws it to so-and-so, dribbles it down the court. That's what we're doing for children. So two children this morning were struggling over a little car that was like smaller than my thumb, I think. They both wanted it. Um, One of the children had had it, had set it down on the floor. Another child, you know, picked it up and was holding it. The first child was like, you know, oh, mine, mine. Yeah, not, not done with this yet. Not done with this yet. <laughs> exactly. And which is all natural and organic. And I'm sportscasting. I saw you put it down. So-and-so has it now. You may have to wait. Pausing and waiting. 
you know, mine, mine, mine. Okay, you can ask. And the other child, the second child who had it, turned around and just held it out. And then the first child took it, said thank you. You know, that's two year olds. <laughs> we don't see that. We don't see that out in the world. And so when they have this experience of sports casting, what's happening is, you know, they're so focused on the car, they're not recognizing the other person on the other side of it. And so by the sports casting, it their awareness opens up to that other person having that same need. Well, you're right. <laughs> you're, you're right because uh, <laughs> even a lot of older teens and adults uh, also, they, they don't have those skills. So what you're doing is between zero and two, you're laying down those basic skills that they can grow as they become children and they become teens. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So that 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 gets them started off in the in the right way. And I I I think I have a better understanding now of why that can be so transformational. It it, it actually can place a child ahead of their peers or or a teen ahead of their peers in how they interact and how they communicate and how they connect with others. Yes. So much so, um, so much so that um, my older children, uh, who are 25 and 22 now, uh, they went to a school that was middle and high school, <clears throat> sixth through twelfth grade. But you would see them with the older high schoolers talking about sports or talking about politics or talking about you know different things, because that was their communication level. They just you know were ready to reach for the stars. So just not only communication, but it seems that it took their maturity level uh, a little higher. And and that's what happens, right, with self-awareness. And uh, I, I find particularly today, and uh, not, not putting down any generation, but there, there are those that they're, they're not self-aware. They're not aware of the gifts that they have. Uh, they're, they're not aware of the, the blessings that, they, they have, and because they're not aware of it, they don't act on it. Yes. Yes, so much so. Yeah, I find that uh, terribly uh, uh, tragic that, you know, they, they have to spend that time, if they're going to overcome that, uh, they have to spend that time now as a teen or a young adult or even a, a full-grown adult or an older adult learning how to be self-aware, something that could have started back when they were, you know, uh, a, a, a baby all the way up to age two. And I, I think what you're doing is that you're helping parents set their child up for success. So moms and dads, uh, it's critically important that we're active and we participate in our child's lives all the way from birth up until the time all the way through high school. And for you moms and dads out there that you have young children, uh, I would encourage you to reach out to Erica. I think that she can be a wonderful resource for you on how to uh, effectively communicate with your child and start growing these foundational skills of communicating with your uh 
six-month-old, one-year-old, year-and-a-half, and two-year-old are perfectly capable of learning. Erica, tell my moms and dads where they can find you. Sure thing. Um, on Instagram, we're at Homeschool Garden, H-O-M-E-S-C-H-O-O-L-G-A-R-D-E-N. And then our website is Homeschool Garden site, S-I-T-E dot com. All right, well, moms and dads, you heard that. But just in case you can't remember all of that, it's no problem. You're going to find all that information in the podcast description. Go to the podcast description and you'll be able to click and go and it'll take you right to Erica. We'll also have some parenting resources there for you. And you'll even find information on my parenting book, Fearlessly Parenting. So check that out. And until the next time, God bless. Well, that concludes another awesome episode. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, moms, dads, and guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parenting Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was once said by two-time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That is why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.